Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I wish I could say welcome to spring. <laughs> almost, almost. We're, we're almost officially there. I know that doesn't mean that it's going to feel like spring, but I think we've got about four days left. The 20th, I believe, is the official day of spring. I actually have been checking the weather for like 15 days ahead. Not just normally I get up and check that day. Now it's like 15 days ahead. So, um, yeah, I know. And, and I'm going away, so why should it even matter? But I, I want to know, like, when I come back, what's the weather? Is it going to be spring yet? It's still 40s. 15 days away and still in the 40s. <laughs> Not that excited about that, but uh, I don't know. What can we do, huh? It's that transitional time of year. And I also think that's a, a great thing to talk about today for briefly, and then I've got some other goodies to share with you. Um, transitional dressing. Key, key, a couple of key things you have in your wardrobe. Now's the time to wear. You know what I'm going to say? The trench coat. I love, love, love the trench coat. Big fan. And you know what else I thought of too the other day? Because the trench coat, all right, well, if it has a liner or if you've got to layer it, I mean, for 45 degree weather trench coat, you could still be chilly. You've got to layer sweaters under it. Or a pea coat. I thought that's probably more. It's starting to feel less wintry, but it's still warm enough because it's wool. Um, I actually have one on today, and it's uh, an army green, and it's got velvet flocking on the bottom, sort of a design of velvet. Kind of looks like trees on the bottom of it going maybe a third of the way up. No, a little less than that. And, uh, yeah, so it was something interesting. This is what I love about fashion every year you know there's always a twist on something but you can always still get the classic piece so you could get a classic trench coat or pea coat or now you can I mean years ago it used to be all right a trench coat it's beige that's it maybe black that's it maybe navy but you didn't get colors and pea coat same thing it was navy black that was about it and they were itchy I mean, the, the real, I've, not that I owned one, but I did have at one point someone gave me a real navy, uh, navy peacoat, super itchy, super warm, but super itchy. Um, and luckily, they're not like that anymore. They're definitely, it's still wool. I find it a bit scratchy, but it's, you know, a little bit slimmer cuts now. There's different colors. There's so much, there's fur or no fur. Um, I've seen different different things done with a peacoat. So it's still that same double-breasted style that kind Kind of goes straight down, hits like the middle of your thigh. But, you know, coming in all different colors, coming in patterns now. Different uh, materials, too. Like, I have a, a wool one, but I've seen lighter weight pea coats. More of like a, almost like a nylon. I guess it would be more like a spring jacket. And then, of course, the anorak. If you want to get ahead, what do you think about that, Bob? You have a thought? Well, I just wanted to ask you, what makes it a peak coat if it gets that lightweight? Doesn't it have to have that that woolly? I think technically yes, but if you know, you could argue the fact it's that double-breasted with the buttons going down on both sides. That's right. that's still. Okay. I mean, you could argue the fact. I yep. agree. True peak coat is going to be wool double-breasted, you know, stopping like mid-thigh, let's say, mm. um, with a collar, but. I guess you could kind of, you know, say, well, it's not really a true Pico if it's not wool. But if it's still double-breasted. So Pico-like, <laughs> Pico-inspired. Wool-ish. I mean, I suppose you can take yeah. nylon and make it seem like it's a wool. Yeah. It, yeah, or make could, it heavier. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess it's just another option. Um, 
And same thing with an anorak. I mean, anorak, this isn't something new. This is something that's been around. But now, I talked about this, uh, I believe, last week on the show, something that's big for fall and bright-colored anoraks with oversized hoods. So this is, again, some classic staple in your wardrobe. You don't have to run out and buy a new peacoat or anorak. But if you're in the market for one, well, try something new and maybe try it in a fun color. Don't think I've ever had an anorak. No? Is, is that a pullover thing? No, it's more like uh, – all right, so let's talk about anorak and parka because I feel like those two – I get them confused oh. sometimes. I think parka is heavier. I could be wrong. I th- Yeah, parka is more a little heavier. I think anorak is more windbreaker, right? But oh. maybe it could be pullover. The ones I'm thinking of have a, like almost like a drawstring in the middle. Okay. And it goes down, stops like mid-thigh, let's, or maybe higher, maybe like bottom of your hip. Oh. It's like a lighter weight jacket. It sometimes has a drawstring in the middle. All right. And then usually zips well, my up. My parka and has a does hood. that too. Yeah. Because I like a longer parka. Parka definitely is longer. Mm. This for sure. I want to say somewhere in the top of the leg it stops. And usually heavier with like a hood, more of like a winter coat. Yeah. I am thinking. And I'm thinking Anorak's more lighter weight, closer to a windbreaker. But like that windbreaker material. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. That's what I'm thinking now. You know, I could be off on this, but that's that's what I think of when I when I think of anorak and parka. And you know, obviously, there's all different uh, options nowadays. So, so the the old oil cloth, uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, it was an Australian bush coat. That's no longer stylish, huh? Well, listen, <laughs> I had one of those. Everything old is new. <laughs> well, I say wear it. You know, anything, if it's considered, what is it now? It's 20 years it's considered vintage, quote unquote. Oh, it might be. All right. So that I've got some vintage things in my closet for sure. I like mixing old, taking out old stuff. Just mix it with something new. Don't wear everything all old. But mm. I like it. There's a good chance you're going to be the only one wearing it. It's original. It's not going to be. And somebody will probably say, where did you get that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, a couple other things, lightweight scarf, great time great time to kind of transition from those heavy, chunky knits to a lighter weight scarf. I like wearing scarves, I have to say, this time of year, lighter weight ones. They're not so heavy. I don't get overheated. Um, they still, because it is still cold out. It's still another layer. Um, also, I have on my list kimono slash robe sweater. So I've been talking a lot about the kimono style. It's not an actual kimono. Kimono style robe that's very, very on trend right now. It's been for a couple of seasons. And also a sweater that's basically just long and has a belt. It looks just like a robe, but it's not as thick as a robe. It's not terry cloth. It's usually... Now, when it's like that, does it have buttons at all or... No. None. Right. None. It's literally could... Cl- I, okay, so I have... I think I have... Two kimonos and two robes, actually. And if you saw them, you, it would be, it's clear it's not something for the bedroom. You could tell it's something that, you know. But one of them is black and white stripes, very thin material, which could be like a robe, and then it has a belt in the middle. But, you know, I wear it over jeans and a T-shirt. I think it's fun. And then the kimonos I have are more embroidered, more of a traditional kimono style, but doesn't wrap around your body like a true kimono. It's more just like a jacket hmm. that's long. And you wear it open, no buttons at all, no ties, just uh, drapes over your shoulders. Oh. I mean, just, you know, wear it like a regular coat, but no buttons, no ties. So that's the kimono style. I know people get confused when I say this. I was on a uh, Facebook Live show six months ago, and we were talking about trends, and I brought up the kimono. And, you know, we were talking fashion, and the producer said, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
a kimono. So are we going to Asian countries now to get it? And I thought, no, 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 no. Let me explain. It's not a real kimono. That's just what their kids are calling it. So, um, yeah. So so it's basically something long. It's like a robe, sweater, or a kimono, you can call it. And I think, like I said, kimono is usually printed, flowery, sometimes embroidered, a little bit um, more fun. And then the robe slash sweater could be a sweater, but it could also be lightweight. The other one I have, I got at Zara last year, and it is, it does look like a bathrobe. It really does, a silk bathrobe. Hmm. But again, I don't wear it. It's too nice to wear <laughs> to bed. <laughs> I wear it, you know, with jeans and a, and a cute top. It's, it's something different. So think of it as taking the place of a blazer. So blazer is more right. structured, classic. You'd wear that to work. So something fun. So instead of the blazer, you'd put on a kimono and or a robe. Considerably longer, I would imagine. Long, yes, yeah. which I like. I always mm. like long. And then, of course, you got to have a great shoe. And I think now's the time to start swapping out to the booty, the shorter boot, not the heavy, clunky boot anymore, maybe not even the knee boot, something sh- uh, short like a booty. So I think these are a couple of great transitional things for this time of year that's going to take us into because also remember booties depending on how heavy or chunky it is if it's a little bit more lighter weight maybe a lighter suede can take you really into the beginning of summer until it starts to get super hot which sometimes is a couple months so those are my options those are my choices for uh wardrobe must-haves for sure um, and hopefully that will help you in transitioning this cold weather. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for spring, waiting for spring. By the way, speaking of, I have a couple of, I just, I think that was just posted a few days ago on my Instagram, some um, options for spring dressing. So I wanted to mention that my Instagram handle is wardrobe underscore envy, E-N-V-Y. Um, and, or if you have any questions, you can always Submit a question on the blog or the website, which is also Wardrobe Envy. So there's both of both places have um, place for contact. You can email me with your questions. The blog goes into more detail about everything I'm wearing. So everything that is on the blog, there's always a picture of that on Instagram. So um, if you look on that, you can also get to it through Instagram in my bio. There's a, a link to my blog, which is also Wardrobe Envy. And um, that's Wardrobe hyphen Envy. Sorry, it's hyphen. And everything, like I said, everything I wear is linked. So if you like something or maybe you're looking for a gift for someone or just, you know, curious about uh, where something's purchased, everything at the bottom is linked of what I'm wearing, takes you right to the site. And yeah, so hopefully that helps you out with some great, uh, we've been shooting spring, <laughs> been shooting spring for a couple of months now. And let me tell you, that's always fun. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind it when it's the opposite, when it's August and I'm shooting fall and I'm wearing fur and, I'm, yes, I'm sweating. But I don't mind it. Somehow I can handle that. The opposite, when it's February, March, and we're shooting spring and it's freezing out and I've got chicken skin and I'm shivering. Um, usually I'm shooting with a photographer, a professional photographer. Sometimes when I'm out and about, um, that doesn't happen. My husband is the photographer because he does have an amazing camera and takes great shots. Um, so we have a system. We have we have a car, the car running usually. <laughs> we park it. We're shooting. We scout out where we're going to shoot. We shoot and then uh, till basically I'm turning blue and then I jump in the car and crank up the heat and get warm and then you know go back out and shoot a little bit more. But we've gotten pretty good at getting the shot pretty quickly. It's very interesting. Uh, obviously, a professional model I am not because a professional model would probably stand there and just freeze. Um, no, I'm just trying to you know put a cute outfit together and hopefully give you some inspiration. So check that out. It is uh, again my Instagram. I'm also on other uh, social media as well. Uh, Facebook. 
It's the same handle, Twitter, Pinterest, all the above. So speaking of Pinterest, um, when we come back from the break, I'm going to talk about eight trends that are really, really, really hot right now on Pinterest that I found you're going to be a little bit surprised. I'll give you one word, one hint, cat. (laughs) Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, Pinterest lovers, this is for you. I found, uh, this was actually on the Zoe Report, so if you would like to check this full article out, you can uh, Google thezoereport.com. It is run by Rachel Zoe, the very famous celebrity stylist and designer and mom and just, you know, great, great, great inspiration uh, person in the fashion industry. So eight trends on Pinterest that are just huge, huge, huge right now. I was surprised at some of them, but not surprised at others. All right, so first up headbands headbands as in wraps are huge turban style or like a silk wrap and I have to say this is one of my favorite trends I don't even want to call it a trend I want to call it a style because a trend might might sound like it's going to go away so here's what my I don't know why I do this only on vacation but usually when I'm on vacation I rarely do this at home I don't I don't even think of it when I'm at home um maybe it's just my my pattern of what I do uh, I love a great silk scarf, tie it in a knot or not, wrap it around your head. You kind of make it like a headband, maybe, I don't know, a couple inches, maybe four inches wide, wrap it around my head. And it has to be a really beautiful silk scarf or you end up looking like, you know, you're going to karate school or something. So it can't be like a bandana. That's a, to- that's a different look. Um, and, you know, drape it down the back or you can tie it back in the front and kind of make your own little almost like a turban. I love turbans. To me, they're a little difficult to wear. It's kind of like a beret, a little bit. But um, you practice a little bit and get the hang of it on what hairstyle works best. Uh, but these apparently are huge. And the he- some of the headbands are already knotted in the front, so you can kind of put it on. And this is a fabric headband. It's not like a metal little girl headband, the type you'd wear when you're a little girl. This is more like material wrapped around your from the back of your neck up the sides next to your ear and then either tied on the top or tied back behind your neck. I love this look. Very retro. This is, to me, very, very I Love Lucy, very retro. And I love this. And I always end up wearing this type of look at least a couple of times when I'm on vacation. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it's just, I, I don't know. Maybe I have more time to play with my hair when I'm on vacation. That's probably it. As opposed to throwing it up in a bun or throwing a hat on when I'm home because I'm trying to get out the door. 
Um, so yeah, that was pinned quite a bit. Another thing that's been pinned, this is no shocker, pastels, hello spring, um, is in particular lavender, the color, which is the color of the year, which is really called, they're calling it ultraviolet, but it's lavender. Um, this was pinned quite a bit. So I like this color. I've been seeing it quite a bit now. Um, this is another color that I have to say I like in small doses. So I don't know. Bob, what do you think about this color for men, this lavender color? It's, it's a very pastel-y color with a, bl- a lot of blue undertone. But would you wear this color, this lavender-y color? You know, I would. You would. Uh, but I, I don't think – I'll wear just about anything. Right. Or at least I'll try it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is... I mean, I can see a shirt, obviously. Yeah, a shirt. Yeah. Maybe a blazer. If, if it had that color in it, maybe it's a maybe it's a print with that color in it. Or maybe a tie with that in it. Definitely a yeah. tie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. easy. T-shirt would be easy. These are the things that are, I think, easy. Um, yeah, you know, I don't think... Uh, first of all, I don't think that color is really gender specific, but I definitely think it's easier for women to wear most or all colors than for men. And that's just because of the nature of most of the time what men are wearing, you know, a button down shirt and a pair of dress pants or slacks or jeans. Um, you know, it might get tricky wearing certain colors. Like a, I can't picture you, Bob, in bright yellow <laughs> or neon pink. Well, I do believe in the idea that different people have different color sets that they're like, there's a winter, yes. and there's summer colors. And I do seem to work well with summer colors. Yes. My skin tone doesn't seem to work well with the winter colors. I would agree. Well, although winter colors for you, I bet you you would – yeah, I've seen you in dark green and navy blue. Those more warm, yeah. warm, warm colors that are sort of uh, almost jewel-toned, you know, like – I guess if you make it dark enough, it, yes. it, it, you can get away with it. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But I, again, I just think it's easier for most women, but probably because we have more choices than men. I mean, men, you're mm. – your wardrobe is pretty simple. It's and funny. historically, the women tended to wear brighter colors. Right, right. I get it. I get it. Um, right, historically. It's funny because I was recently on a vacation. So before we left, I'm packing. And, you know, I'm. this is part of, like, my job. And not only my job, but who I am as a person. I'm very organized. I mean, you have to be when you, you do what I do for a living. Extremely organized. So I pack the way I would get a client ready for a trip as well. And I don't pack for them, but I do pull everything. It's very detail-oriented. Uh, it's tagged. It's, sometimes we do photographs. Those are easy. So I do that for myself, of course. I've been doing this for years. So everything gets pulled gets laid out the outfit and this is literally for every um i don't know what i'm doing on vacation but you know if i'm going to the beach of course i know i'm probably going to be at the beach most of the day because i'm a beach bum and in the evening i'm going to probably be going to dinner you know maybe i'll be sightseeing a couple days and shopping that's about it okay so this is a range of what i'm going to do so i take day outfits take evening outfits obviously swimsuits are you know uh, also included. And you try to make double duty with as much of the clothing as you can. Well, I don't no? start that way. Oh. I know, I know. I'm one of those. Because you know why? I've done that before and then I get bored. Like, I try to take a simple color palette. It doesn't work for me. Ah. It doesn't. I'm not, I'm not, but I don't mind taking a lot of stuff. 
You know, like some people are trying not to do that. I don't mind. I don't mind taking a lot of stuff. I always overpack, but I'm not super overpacked. There's usually just like one or two options that I bring as an option that, of course, I'm not going to wear. So if I'm away for five days, I'll take six outfits. That's not that's not really overpacking. That's just having one extra outfit, which is not. So everything it's laid okay. out all right. from the top, the bottom, the all the outfit, the accessories, the bag, the shoe. It is put together like a, what they call a flat lay in, in the fashion world. And then I photograph it on my phone. And I don't – for a client, I would make notes or we'd do little Polaroids. So what do you do with the photograph? It's in my phone then. So I do that for every single yeah, but day. But do you refer back to it? Yes. Oh. Yes. So Why? when I pack everything, I remember what did I – what accessories and shoes did I put with this and that. And so, what, but you don't remember. That's why you have the photograph. Right. Ah. And it's just quick and easy. I mean, of course, I'll have a general idea of what I brought, of what I packed. But if my plans change and, oh, we're going to a dressier dinner as opposed to a casual dinner, quickly flip through the pictures. Oh, here, yes, I can do this. I can wear this. And it's very easy to decide what you're wearing okay. quickly. Mm-hmm. So, of course, my husband wants me to do this for him. And that, and I'm like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. But he he mostly just wants me to pack for him. He's trying to trick me into <laughs> packing for him. No, he doesn't really care about the outfit. But, you know, he'll be like, well, can you help? You know, because you've got all these things, you know, you're packing, you're taking out. He always thinks I'm overdressed and... A lot of times I am, but that's, again, what I like to do. And um, so I'll say, okay. And I start. I will start pulling. I'll lay it down on the floor, and I'll put it together and photograph, photograph it on his phone. So that Because here's <laughs> what happens. I've pulled stuff for him. You know, like let's say we're going to a city where we're going to be going out and maybe doing work things as well as, um, you know, dinner or whatever. And so I'll pull like a blazer with a certain shirt and he'll end up wearing completely opposite. Like he'll wear a t-shirt when he's supposed to be wearing a, you know, a dress shirt and a blazer. And I'll say, oh, and I'll look at it and go, that does not go with that. Why? And he'll say, "Uh, well, I brought it. I thought it all goes together. I'm like, no. So so I started to do this for him as well. And he's, believe me, very happy. But I think he secretly thinks he's tricking me into packing for him. So I pull it all and then I say, okay, now you can put it in the suitcase (laughs) because I'm not doing that. Too much time. Okay, anyway, sorry about that. So lavender we were talking about. Ooh, I got off on a tangent. Um, Most pin things. Okay, here's a funny one. Cat eye manicure. Yes, a cat eye manicure. This was pinned 792% this month. So it's basically a solid color. And then on the horizontally on your nail is like a black cat eye almost like the pupil okay yeah, it kind of just looks like a v a little bit but if you look at them all together you're like oh yeah that does look like a cat eye very interesting apparently that's a hot trend in the nail world and the nail color world so okay this has been pinned 792 times i didn't know this so seven sorry 792 percent so that's a lot of pins yes on pinterest hmm. um something else that's been pinned is a lot is high-waisted pants this makes me very happy because i think they're super flattering and not enough women wear high-waisted pants and i think i think all women should uh shorter ladies like myself it makes you look taller taller ladies well you don't need to look taller but it flatters you as well um, you've got to just make sure you wear a fitted top on top, but high-waisted, and it can be uh, a wide leg pant, or it could be a little bit more of a baggier pant. That's up to you. Um, but, you know, because it is high-waisted, you definitely want to wear something fitted on top and tucked in, so, because of the high-waisted. It gives you a great, great hourglass figure, 
um, and I challenge you, especially if you're shorter, uh, which I am. I like a high-waisted wide leg because then I wear a nice big shoe underneath. I look like I'm super tall, like today, actually. Well, these aren't high-waisted, but these are bell bottoms, and, <laughs> and they make you look taller. Uh, I like this one, asymmetrical skirts. So to me, and this is both midi and knee length. So knee length and then a little longer. An asymmetrical skirt is basically just something that doesn't have a straight bottom. It kind of cuts down um, geometrically. Which way is the cut supposed to go? Whichever way. Not, Not front to back, though. No, no, side no, no. to side. Yeah, well, it could look like a triangle in the front almost. Oh, yeah, it could literally asymmetrical. So not a triangle like between your legs. It'd be kind of off to one side. Okay, it so be, it is yeah. kind of a left to right kind of thing. It is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's what I've seen. Um, I have, I do have a skirt. It's black and white printed. It is asymmetrical, and it almost looks like it's a wrap skirt, but it's not. It's almost like a faux wrap. So it's just, it's elastic waist. Not elastic waist. It's not elastic waist. I'm sorry. It's almost like a pencil skirt, but it looks like it's layered. And then it, it's open, it opens. So there's almost like a slit in the front, but each side kind of comes to a point. And mm. one side's a little longer. It is asymmetrical. I feel like this is the new pencil skirt. I have to say, ladies. So this might be something you want to invest in in your spring wardrobe, and it could take you all the way into the winter. I mean, it really is probably, depending on the fabric, it could be an all-year, all-weather type of skirt. I like this. Asymmetrical skirts, and again, knee length or a little bit longer. I like a little longer. Belted coats, we were just talking about that, as in either the classic trench coat, that's no surprise. That's this time of year. Or, like I was saying, the robe coat earlier. It's been pinned quite a bit. Ah, my favorite, fringe. <laughs> fringe been pinned a lot this month. Um, you know, it gives it, you that extra flair. It's something different. And again, fringe anything. It could be on a jacket. It could be on a handbag. It could be on a shoe. I've seen on high heels a little bit of fringe around your ankle. I've seen it probably everywhere <laughs> um remember i have a dance background so in the dance world fringe is you know nothing new to us we've been we're like oh yeah we've been doing that for years <laughs> um but it gives you that little extra flair I, I i like that um fringe and then another thing that's been pinned quite a bit this year sheer clothing okay and we've talked about that here on the show lighter fabrics this is these things are on the rise especially in tops mostly in tops um, again, something that I think is becoming a bit of a staple, a closet staple. Just think of how elegant this could look. A sheer black blouse with a cami underneath, um, obviously with something underneath. I mean, it's re- it could really look elegant done the right way. Or it could just be with, paired with a pair of jeans. So you're kind of dressing up a pair of jeans. So sheer clothing is definitely um, on my list. I, think, I feel like I have a couple of things sheer. And and it is black. Oh, no, I, I lie. I do have a blush colored top. But I think it sort of takes, it makes it different. So a regular button down shirt and then uh, a sheer button down blouse just becomes way more sophisticated. So it kind of takes, takes it up a notch. And so those are the eight things that are very, very, very much pin, uh, eight trends on Pinterest that are constantly being pinned over and over. If you're a Pinterest fan, check some of these things out. Um, and also 80s fashion. That was one of the last one. 80s fashion, the revival, as we have always talked about here on the show, the 80s fashion. How could you not love 80s fashion? I'm an 80s kid. <laughs> love, love, love that. Um, and again, small doses with, with everything. As with all of these trends, hopefully you'll fall in love with one or more of these trends and gives you something new to try. 
All right, on that note, I've got to run. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Go, 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 go.